You are listening to the Savage Fincast, episode 55, Jennifer Ruins Everything. Chicago. Criminal mastermind called Overlord held our city in his terrifying grip. Ordinary cops were losing the battle against Overlord's super freaks and mutants. Then, a miracle happened. When I found him, he had no memory of his past. I helped him find an identity and a life. Now we have a fighting chance. Now we have the dragon. This is the Savage Fincast, the show that spent an hour and a half trying to get his PC fixed for this show. (laughs) I am Jim Purcell. I'm Raven Perez. And I'm um, guest host again, Zach Hawkins. Hi, guys. Hello, Zach. Welcome back. Good to have you on, Zach. Does it really count as a guest host if I'm on in three episodes in a row? No, you're pretty much uh, co-host. Yeah, we're, you're, you're pinch hitter. You're part of the roster. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're on the big board with the cast. Regular <laughs> recurring guest character. Regular so, guest star. So many perks. <laughs> So many perks. Wait till you get your you know, reserved parking. Oh, it's so beautiful. <laughs> so we're ba- welcome back. Yep, welcome back for another episode. Um, this episode we're going to be talking about Savage Dragon 221. Uh, mostly. Uh, we're also going to be talking about some new covers for the next couple of issues coming up, which are very exciting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Just a plethora. It seems like more covers, only because of uh, 225 being an anniversary issue. You've just got an explosion of more covers than usual. So. Yeah, there's, there's, yeah, a lot of a lot of a lot of art coming out. Good. And, oh yeah, and and the and lots the, of variants, and a lot of stuff happening in the comic right now, getting things mm-hmm. set up for the big 25. Oh my gosh, bro! This is such a killer time. There's so much shit going on, it's nuts. (laughs) Well, let's get right into that Savage Dragon news. We can talk a bit about these covers that we saw. Uh, First up, we saw a cover for issue 224. Do we have the cover for 223? We do. 223 is the homage cover with Glum gripping Earth, crumbling in his mitts. Okay, yes, that is definitely, we've seen that one. So yeah, You mentioned that last time. 224 has Maxine... Seeing a vision of reality shattering in front of her with images of her children and Dark Lord and uh, Malcolm and Angel making out. <laughs> mm. oh, I know, dude. So Thunderhead. Weird. What's I, going on? Well, you know, a little Super Patriot cameo in the corner. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. there. Of course he's there. Well, no, no Dark Lord wasn't his foe. That, that was That was super tough. A little shoulder pad and a little face. <laughs> but you see, there's multiple Malcolms, too. Like, you look, there's yes. Malcolm kissing Angel, but then you you know, dip down there, there's Malcolm on the bottom, and then you've got, you know, Alex. Uh, there's multiple Angels. Oh, dude. It's getting ready to be a crazy-ass couple well, of Well, here's a funny thing about all of this. In some of the interviews I saw, the titles suggested that there was going to be, like, some reality-bending stuff coming up. Uh-huh. But, it, but in the interview itself, I didn't really see that mentioned anywhere. So I'm kind of curious where this idea of merging universes is coming from. <laughs> oh I my god, see. it's flashpoints. Well, that's the thing, is that's <laughs> kind of what things are... There's like a suggestion of that sort of thing happening. Because remember, we were talking about this last episode. Glum mm-hmm. is promising Angel to bring her universe back. Yeah, yeah. And you he, thought he it was him being crazy, but I thought he might be serious. Which, mm. again, it's just, he's, that's beyond the scope of anything he's ever done is all. So it just kind of like blows my mind that he would have that plan or ability. But Well, I think something gets dropped in this, up, this latest issue of 221 that might mm-hmm. explain it. I agree. Yeah, uh, we'll get into that. But I, I agree. This uh, as as this issue comes out, you know, little little drips and drops of more info 
sort of add to the credibility of that. <laughs> it's still weird to me because Im- the original universe was just eaten by Universo. So. Oh yeah, it's gone. It's a it's a question, um, which actually these further further covers actually I I have an idea about. I I th- I, th- I think they're lying to us. Well, you know, here's the thing: the original Earth got eaten by Universo. There's no, there's nothing to say that universe doesn't exist. Oh, it does, but why would? There's it? just nothing there for us to relate to because Earth's gone. Yeah, but yeah. But what would so be I'm the point of? Saying. I mean, you could. I guess you could move the Savage World Earth to the original universe, but it still would. That wouldn't change anything. No. Because I mean, I guess Vanguard and his crew—that that you'd that, be separated from that, but that's about mm. it. You never know. But um, what about the um, original Image Universe, the one was eaten by Universo? The whole kind of Krillian side story—how would that have diverged from what happened in Savage World? I think See, it, there I, you go. Well, that—that's the only. Well, it, and and Mars, I guess. I mean, there's some alien oh, yes, races. Yeah. The gods are a bit different. They wouldn't have had to escape to Earth. They would have still been on God World. No, that got blew up too. No, they all died. That's right. Hercules and crew died fighting Universe. Oh, they did. I remember now. Yes. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's just it seems like there's more to it than that. And we'll in fact, see. speaking of which, these covers of 225. I mean, going back, 221's cover was kept a secret for a while because on the cover of 221 is our friend, greatest superhero, Average Dragons, big fucking mug. <laughs> this is looking you right in a kisser. It is. <laughs> so the the big surprise That's... is that he's he's back in you know out of jail, so he's got a role in the book. But the big reveal on issues two twenty five is now Savage Dragon's back. He's yeah, no longer average. No longer average dragon. Mm, I think it's a lie. I think it's misdirection. I think it's an mm. alternate reality. Dragon. I think the fact that it came out so soon is a red herring. Yes. It seems a little too convenient. I, I think Glum has found a somewhat similar world in trying to merge with that one, where Dragon still exists. You hmm. never know, because uh, the thing is with the Dark Lord is, like, Dark Lord and the Chosen One's fates are intermingled, because the fucking Dark Lord was like, oh, you dragons are always a wild card. So you never know. Yeah. So clearly, like, whenever Dark Lord does his multiple dimension thing, there's always a dragon that's a potential thorn in his side. Mm-hmm. Hell, wasn't Dark Dragon, like, an ally of Dark Lord? He, he was brainwashed. Because when, okay. when he got dumped on Dark World, he had all of, all of uh, Dark Lord's propaganda shoved in his head. Uh, yeah. Bingo. The whole Big Brother's watching you kind of thing, yeah. Okay, okay. So, yeah, yeah, I'm with you. It could be a red herring. I'm rooting for the zanier theory of somehow he gets like rejuvenated and goes out in a blaze of glory you think he's finally gonna die for real reels this time wouldn't be much here's the, i don't, I don't think that's gonna happen you don't know here's the thing here's all i'm saying is you know I personally think it'd be cool to watch him just get fucking old and die of old age in the book. Like, yeah. I think that'd be awesome. But how many fans do you think are really going to be happy to see, like, you know, Dragon shit in his diapers? Me. <laughs> <laughs> just a theory. Could it be Fontai who regenerate, like, rejuvenates uh, it'd be, it'd Dragon? Be nice, it'd be nice to see Fontai return. But I, I don't think we'll see him again ever. Hmm. I, I think he's cause, gone. Because the last time, well, the first time Dragon met him, he said, you'll never see me again. But then again, Alex said that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's not necessarily, the, necessarily true. It's been running for 25 years. Let's not write anything off. Yeah, yeah anything could happen. That's what's cool. Is we really don't know. It's all just fun and games. It's all just speculation. But I, 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 just, I think the clue is how much like Dark Lord looks like the old Dark Lord. Uh-huh. And not like uh, Hoodie Dark Lord. I am he's so little, he's either he's, he's filled out significantly or he's an alternate reality Dark Lord. And if he's an alternate reality Dark Lord, I think it's an alternate reality dragon. Bro, I am mm. so hoping, I am so hoping that 225 
touches on Hoodie Dark Lord in some fashion. Well, that's the thing. I think Hoodie Dark Lord should be a foil of Malcolm's. I think. I just think that's a good transition of character because Dark Lord kidnapped Malcolm. He's got history there. There's all kinds of stuff going on. Angel's mm-hmm. got stuff with her because of what happened to her mother. Mm-hmm. I don't think Dragon and Dark Lord. Uh, I don't, think, anymore, I don't, I don't anyway. think they need to resolve their issues together. I don't think it, no. it's not like Overlord. It's not like Glum. Even I, I just don't. I don't see Dark Lord as a dragon foe exclusively. Even no. though, even though chosen chosen ones have been a thorn in his side for ages. Mm-hmm. I just think he's more of a Malcolm villain, and he should yep. remain in the book in some. Dragon's way. Dragon's affiliation with Dark Lord as a as a main antagonist kind of ended when he crushed little Damien's brain. That's kind of I, I get that feeling reading the archives. Ever since then, Dark Lord has kind of been a you know a background feature. Yeah, it's so funny. I'm, it's funny that he was though, because it's so like you think about it. Here was a guy who was fucking all over all kinds of multiple dimensions and shit. Just because that one died, it, it, it's crazy that that put him on the back. Burner. Yeah, because that, that wouldn't have stopped anything. <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't have stopped. If you kill one guy and there's like a million of him, you haven't done shit. So, so here's the thing. My working theory is this dragon and this Dark Lord are their versions from a universe where dragon did not crush baby Damien Dark Lord's head and get sent to another universe because that that only happened in the one universe with the one dragon we're following that would Mm -hmm. not necessarily have happened in every universe so Glum has found a universe close to but not quite like the previous universe and so Mm -hmm. he's trying to merge them together you know for Angel's sake it's a tangential universe that's what we're seeing that's my working theory oh it's gonna be good it's gonna be good sorry if I (laughs) Some people don't, you know, some people don't like speculation like that. Oh, yeah? No, I, oh, I'm all for it. Me it's too. Fun. I mean, why read comics if you can't speculate? No, it's fine. It's, it, you know what? It's funny because, like, I remember on the Kirkman boards when... Yeah, like, they always got were, pissed at me on the Kirkman boards. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, they, they're like, ooh. And also, too, I see where people are like, oh, I like, I like, uh, what you guys are coming up better, with better than the actual comic. It's like... No, dude, it's all just fun. Like that's part of reading is just to like the all the places that it like takes your mind, and then seeing how it actually shakes out. Yeah, there's I mean, no all, reason to hate speculation. Is all I'm saying. I just think that all the people going, "Oh yeah, the real dragon's back," are gonna get blue balled so hard. Oh, dude, <laughs> I'm in the opposite camp. I think that it's gonna be. Average dragon getting juiced up for one last big hurrah. He's been on the whey protein. That's it. I think he's gonna like. He's been his working son's out. Been hitting his the son's blood or something. Some fucking crazy thing. Just you wait. Yeah, he, he just yeah. Just you wait, Purcell. I'm now calling. I'm going, I'm going. I'm going with the AU theory. I think it's an alternative version we're seeing here. And yeah, that's just that's just me. We'll see. It's like four months off, though, so... <laughs> of course, av- maybe Average Dragon will be merged with this dragon, and then we'll get regular dragon again. You never know, dude. That's what's so crazy in this oh, book. Oh, you know what? Maybe, maybe that's exactly what happens. Mind Maybe, Maybe in the merging of the worlds, that's how average our Average Dragon becomes Savage Dragon again, and then he fights Dark Lord and dies. Because remember, that's what happened in our Savage World anyway. Right, that, yeah, the minds get merged. Yeah. Mind jacked him, yep. Dude, I'm telling you, mark my words, old man dragon, back in the saddle. How many bodies has dragon had over the years? Because I think it's more than, I think it's like four. <laughs> He's had so much, dude, it wouldn't surprise me at all. Does, does, does the whole um, parasite thing even count as his own body? What's so funny is, like, I was so, like, confused, but yeah, that wasn't even, that wasn't even him. Well, well just... they they pulled him out of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dark Dark Lord, like, somehow, somehow super-scienced him apart mm-hmm. to become two different entities. <laughs> Man. There was, you know, there was a time uh, Cadaver d- disintegrated him, and then... Yes, he did. I remember that, yeah. Although, I guess he grew back from his arm, so I guess it's still his body. Wait, how did that work? I'm Jack. That was a That's, long time ago. That was a Again, long time. Again, you need to bring Cadaver back. So. 
cadaver needs to come back. He needs to come back as string that stitched two halves of Mako together. Nice. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> no. No, no. Yes. <laughs> yes. You, I mean, you, think, be... you think Mako didn't get cut in half so cleanly for without no reason? <laughs> it would be awesome, but... <laughs> no, nah, Mako just ended up in all the McDonald's fish fillet. Uh, you got to uh, pull a no more heroes. You got to have two Makos with a robotic half on each side. Savage World Mako. Mm-hmm. Uh, so la- last bit of cover news. Frank Fosco will be contributing a uh, another alternate cover to this, which, you know, we never really spelled out. There's actually two Eric Larson covers for 225. Mm-hmm. One yeah. is uh, Dragon Punching Dark Lord, which has been spurring a lot of speculation. And then the other one is... Uh, Dragon, Malcolm, and Angel, with Dragon just kind of bursting towards the the viewer. Yes, uh, I and believe then, what happened was Eric drew the first one, the first one with Dragon punching Dark Lord, thought it looked pretty good, but then decided to do it again with just just Dragon because it kind of worked better as a cover. So he decided decided to put both. Yeah, as alternate covers. Then you've got Frank's, which uh, is appears to be Malcolm. Looking at a giant beast descending on a train. Yep, from a uh, Malcolm's on a fire escape, and this mm-hmm. was more of an experiment of like doing the an old school like logo. That's mm-hmm. big, big logo. Awesome looking, like all wiggly and wavy, like Tales from the Crypt. Um, or Tales to Astonish. Mm-hmm. Was it Tales of Astonish? I think. Yeah, one of those. But one of those old comics. school, yeah, old school Marvel comics. The other last, last, last thing to drop about uh, issue 225, which I know all our news has been issue 225, but we just hit like so much news on the last podcast that this is pretty much the news is 225, but uh, is that it will confirmed because, you know, there's three covers with the page count on the cover. It will be an oversized issue for page count at 100 100 super spectacular pages. Very awesome. Very awesome. Super excited. Can't wait to see what rabbits he pulls out of his hat. Um, good. Yep. So we're going to go straight into review of 221. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Not that we didn't get any emails, but we're going to be recording another episode very soon. So we're going to leave... Uh, what did you call it, Raven? Finteresting Topics? Finteresting Responses? Responses. We're still looking for more interesting responses if you want to send us your ideas for um wait how did it work raven remind remind the audience how this works how this works is we pose a topic to you the listener and you tell us what you think your thoughts we will read them on the show there's not a winner or a loser, as there is with Finteresting uh, Conversations. Finteresting uh, Conversations is a win-lose sort of a thing where only one person is chosen, and we discuss it. Uh, with Finteresting Responses, we pose a question to you, and as many of you as you want, as many of you as we can cram into the show, uh, we'll read back what you've said to us on the show. So and it's just kind of a cool way to get more people involved. And what was your current topic? It was yours. You asked. Oh right. What uh, were people's favorite oh, crossovers. crossovers and why? What are your favorite crossovers and why? Savage mm. Dragon related. Yep. So, yeah, we will uh, be going into that very soon. But yeah. Yeah, we're still good. looking for more responses. So send them to savagefincast at gmail dot com. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So, good stuff. Uh, we'll be getting into that more, but uh, since we're doing sort of a double fin cast, back-to-back double feature, 222 on the next, uh, we're going to just jump straight into 221, the meat and potatoes. Gentlemen, Average Dragon is free. He's free man. He's, he's a, on he's the a, loose. He's a free man. Free man. He's out. He's on the He's a cover boy once again. He's got fuck all to do. <laughs> well, uh... When we jump in here, we jump right back in the action with Angel and Glum on Glum World. In its in in its tall vertical panel space. Love it. Keep yep. that going. So, um, right off the bat, this is one mystery that gets resolved quickly. Mm-hmm. Where is Jennifer? Oh, she's right here. Oh, she's here. <laughs> <laughs> Bada boom. 
She's all over. Oh, no. She could be anywhere in the world, not. Nope. <laughs> Ram! You know, we're not Jennifer fans, or at least I'm not. Oh, you're not a Jennifer fan. You like Jennifer? I've always been more positive towards her than negative. I know <laughs> exactly. a lot of people don't like her because she's I'm, boring, but I'm, I like her because she's boring. <laughs> oh, fair enough. I'm indifferent. I mean, I kind of get the, the Jim's perspective, and I agree with that. She's boring, but at the same time, I don't hate her. So, meh. <laughs> yeah, that is literally it. It's, it's, that was kind of my reaction when I saw, oh, Jennifer's alive. My reaction wasn't like a, oh, wow, this is a game changer. My reaction was meh. Well, that said, she is an ass kicker. I love this double page spread. And uh, seeing like the little mud, like the little like dirt on his uh, f- robot fingers. Fucking awesome. <laughs> so good. The detail, bro. Coloring has been super on point. Oh, it continues to be awesome. Same dude as last time. So, yeah. so, so, so this kind of int- answers a lingering question. Mm-hmm. Remember, just before Dragon went to the Savage World, he fought a Jennifer. Uh huh. I had always assumed that was his Jennifer, but brainwashed. Mm-hmm. But this Jennifer isn't brainwashed. Which Jennifer did he kill? <laughs> Jennifer. They explain it in this issue. What happened? Like, she was just taken before, like, yeah, that before. wasn't, like, it's before the wedding, so... Right, she was taken before the wedding, replaced by Mimic, and just dropped in a pod. Right, yeah. And she's been there ever since. Mm-hmm. So she never, she was, so she was not the one who fought Dragon. No. No, basically, that, you can just assume, because, like, think, like, they talk about in this issue, like, just how long she's been on ice... It's it's fucking crazy. Like when you think about it, it it's crazy how <laughs> to think how much this character has missed. Yeah, you, you can't believe it because Angel won't shut up about it. Yeah, no, yeah, <laughs> that's my biggest good. It's kind of my biggest issue with this issue is that Angel's uh, um, um, back dump is just kind of. Isn't that part. issue two two two? Also, that one. Yeah. yeah, we'll we get to that. Oh no! Yep, yeah, you're right. I, I remembered. It's, no, it's um, fine. You know what? The thing is, is that I know a lot of people don't like the info dump, but I feel that it's something that someone had just woken up would want to hear. Yeah, I agree. I, I and as a longtime reader, it's it's a little bit harder to take because you know all this stuff. And I know Eric wants to make these comics accessible to everybody, but at the same mm-hmm. time, I feel like you can be a bit more subtle about it, I guess. I think, hmm. I mean, just going off, it's it's taste is what it boils down to. Because just going off, you know the way I came to the series was that I was there at the very beginning, and then I had an enormous gap where I couldn't collect, and then I started going back piecemeal and getting into stuff like out of order right and going all willy-nilly backwards like out of order and stuff those info dumps helped like when i didn't have access to the actual issue whenever the character would stand around and just say a bunch of stuff i mean yes that is a minor inconvenience for you the longtime reader but for someone who hasn't read that saves them having to like wonder about fucking 50 issues, 60 issues worth of backstory that, I mean, all Angel's telling Jennifer is what she missed. <laughs> so, Not the time or the place. Yeah, I mean, that's sort of it. It kind of kills the pacing, the urgency. Mm-hmm. And I feel it chews up valuable page space in a 20-page comic book. Fair enough. I, I can't, I've made my I mean, case, I, and I can't I, I also read Dragon largely out of order. I started reading quite late into the Savage World run, and I would only get the pieces of the previous stuff. Mm-hmm. And I did find, I don't know. I just, I guess, because there was less history then, it was uh-huh. more. It was you know less intrusive. You didn't find those to be helpful. I mean, they were, but I can See? infer from con- I can infer from context. <laughs> Uh-huh. A lot, yeah. You don't, but I mean, here's the thing: is that like, okay, for you, it's a retread. I mean, I mean, like back back during the Savage World, Dragon would often say, 
I killed the time traveling baddie. Now the world is screwed, and that was enough. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that is basically it. But it's you know, it, it, I guess I'm not the best person to kind of get this because I jumped on at a point where Malcolm was kind of the focus and that it wasn't referencing history a lot, and I kind mm-hmm. of took it upon myself to go back and read the the trades. Um, so. I, I I don't ever really remember. I think it was probably the free comic book day issue where Jim will remember this. I had trouble with the backup, which was a reprint of the issue where Universo ate the original Universo. And I remember going, "Well, what the fuck was that all about?" Um, but I think <laughs> right. that was the only. I think yeah, I think that was the only real instance where continuity was an issue for me. After that, the rest of it was cool. Um, well, that's a good. To- I'm glad we've got you on. Then let me just ask you. How do you feel being a fresher face? How do you feel about? It admittedly, probably, there's a lot. I admit. Yeah. But how I do mean, you feel about it? These info dumps probably grind with me more than they will with other people because I've read um, 175 issues in 18 months. So you know, it's it's gonna feel a little heavy-handed. But um, for people who read it, you know, slower than me, or you know, pick up individual issues or what have you, or people who like to dollar bin dump or whatever it is is yeah sure why not i i completely get why eric is doing this and i'm all for it i think it's great i just feel having the exact same thing in two consecutive issues a tad overkill well my thing my thing is this is like okay you were talking about the pace so like oh it's the pace so they're basically uh, fleeing you know glum trying to figure a way to get off the planet um, rather than rather than the info dump that you got, if that had been replaced with something else, I mean, it would have been incredibly minimal. They wouldn't have been standing around talking about much if they were like, if we're to be like, oh, they're being pursued. I mean, it had just been like, hurry, quick, this way, like the whole time until they got to the lab. So it's kind of like, what's the harm in having an info dump there? Hmm. I mean, uh-huh. there's, there's there's ultimately no harm in it. It's what Eric wanted to do. Uh-huh. I think it's okay. I think it's better than, hurry, quick, over here. Like, I think that... I th- gonna... But that, that's assuming that the, the, the plot wouldn't be, have been significant. That the plot wasn't changed to facilitate the info dump. Whereas without the info dump, or minim- more minimized info dump, you would have turned those pages into something else. I get you. I see A what more you're extended saying. fight scene, or... They would have gotten to Glums earlier to have a more extended fight scene. <laughs> you just wanted more fight scene, huh? Well, Damn yeah. Right. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, we got a pretty good fight between Average Dragon and uh, what's-his-face. Mm-hmm. Speaking of which, we should talk about, I guess, the, I guess I wouldn't call it a B-plot because I think it's about equal in this issue. Mm-hmm. Um, Average Dragon has come home to see Maxine. Right, right. Babysit his super children, his super grandchildren. Mm-hmm. What? Also, guys, I gotta, I gotta say something about this. Oh boy, um, here we go. All right, on that, here we go. On that, on that first page with Maxine and Dragon. Uh huh. What the fuck is up with his face in panel two? Oh. <laughs> I like what? it. It's just an oh, yeah. man. <laughs> I haven't noticed until now. Actually, jeez. It's. It's. <laughs> I can't, he looks like I, neighbor Craig. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you guys. You fucking guys. Oh, you're killing me. It's fine. Right. He's just an old man. He's just the old an old man, man face. He looks like fucking... Uh, oh, who does he look like? He, the guy who did the telethons. Uh, Jerry Lewis. Not Jerry Lewis. Yeah, Jerry Lewis. <laughs> oh, Jim, you critic. Old critic Jim's come to the just, cast just, today. Just, I flipped to that page and all I could see is that face. <laughs> it's fine, <laughs> you hater. It's it looked just he's an old man, dude. He's just he's got old man face. I know what's weirding you out. It's that he's not giant. Nah, mm. I'm good. although his, his hands are really tiny in that panel too. He's he's a, he's a very tiny man. Oh my god. He's normal. He's a small dude. Tiny Trump hands. Oh, my God. 
You yeah. What a what a what a fin cast. Pick out pick out one panel. <laughs> I like I like I like this sequence a little further along though, where Dragon's just reading a story. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's That's... just badass kids. Badass Her- little brats. Harold the Hound. <laughs> Harry the Hound. It's not a real kid story, is it? These kids are jerks. <laughs> These kids are jerks. Although I guess it's better than him them ripping his arms off. Yeah, they're destructive. They can't help it though, dude. They're little super babies. Clearly, dragon should get into the uh, super baby resistant book market. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> it's called a Kindle. Well, I like that uh, when Torment shows back up, uh, just how badass that uh, splash page is. It is, nice, it is nice to see him back. I actually forgot that he wasn't dead. If you notice, attention to detail, the book on the next page has the torn page in it, right in the middle. Yes. Hmm. That continuity is classic. Nice. I like it. I'm sorry, I'm a sucker for that kind of stuff. I love it. I have got to ask, um, to- so Torment's not a new, not a new character then? No, oh, no Malcolm, Malcolm fought him a while back. Oh, oh okay then. That, yeah, that must he, be in like one of the few issues I've not read then. Okay then. Yeah, T- Torment got the cover on that issue. Mm-hmm. Yep, right okay. on the cover. And uh, he zapped the fucking evil, the little evil worm in his head. And uh, then Torment is docile. So there's sort of the, like the good and evil parts on his head. And uh, Torment is docile when you destroy the evil. Oh, cool. It's kind of weird how he only listens to the evil side, though. You'd think if he had both, he'd be, like, somewhere in the middle. As opposed to... I don't know. Because one would think that if you killed the the nice one, he'd become, like, super evil. But he's already, like, at super evil. Oh, he's not super evil. He's just dumb and aggressive. That's a great thing, dude. What if... Who's this, who's to say how this character's gonna go if ever the good chunk of him is killed? Mm. It's cool. I don't know why I hadn't thought of that. Good one, Jim. I just like I said, I just find it odd that he always listens to the, the evil one first. Because because the nice one's just shouting stop stop don't do it the whole time and he doesn't mm-hmm. listen to him. Social commentary. I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> it's a commentary on the states of America. It's commentary on the state of just, you know, good versus evil. Things just generally, you know, evil. Evil wins. I like the, uh, I like all the uh, glim world, just vegetation and stuff. Uh, All the, you know, just weird little shrubs and plants and stuff. And all these, like, freaks running around getting their ass kicked. Like, where even, where even are they from? Were they still, like, invading forces? I think they're all... See, Glum's world's been abandoned for a long time. I bet they're like scavengers. Okay. All right, because like, yeah, they were just beating the shit out of those dudes. Yeah, the marauders. I, I was just thinking, who are these? Oh guys? wait, no, Glum. No, wait a minute. You know what? You know who they might be? Glum and Angel were like wreaking havoc across their dimension X. Mm-hmm. Were they recruiting people? Because they might just be like strays from like whatever army Glum was trying to build. You know what? Mm. She even says the Glum hasn't made a lot of friends. So these are just people just trying to tear up Glum's planet with Glum gone. Yeah, opportunists like uh, Toady. Yeah. More, more than likely, they'll all kill themselves in the attempt. As much as I shit on Smasher as a character, I do want to say that she is an awesome visual. Like Just to see her kicking ass, like she is a cool-looking character. Like in her full costume, even here in like this kind of like jungle diaper looking, like get up straight out of ten thousand BC. Yeah, in the jungle. Yeah, still a cool character. I still I still like her like visual, you know, just as an ass kicker. It's cool to see her and Angel kicking ass like back to back because it's funny you think about it. Like they never had this moment. Like this is the first we've seen these two back to back kicking ass. Very hmm. true. So Good point. it's cool. I mean, like, it's funny. You think in all these issues, I've never seen it. Like, I was thinking of that cover where it was like Malcolm and his dad back to back. And I was just thinking, huh, you know, it's funny. This really is Jennifer and Angel, like, together, back to back, kicking ass. It's a first. We've never, we've not seen it. The most misleading cover of all time. Yeah, yeah. 
completely. Do not trust the covers. No, I won't. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of issue 103 when Kid when Kid Malcolm was back to back with Adult Dragon. Mm-hmm. Didn't yeah. even say our most misleading cover. Yeah, it did. <laughs> see, now I think this is the page, and we get to see, uh, you know, Torment trying to beat up uh, Dragon, who's really just, you know, it's showcasing his new role as not, not a brute. All he's doing as, is dodging. As ju- judo master. <laughs> well, you know. I mean, he's just dodging and jumping around, trying to avoid getting smashed up. Um, I think you think is... that'd be hard without Super Aim? No, it's not really like torments some kind of like genius combatant. He's just swinging around wild. He's a muscle head. Yeah, don't you kind of get the idea that he's not exactly like in charge of his mental facilities? Like he kind of just seems like a, just a dumb. Swinging his arms around Brute. Yeah, he's the um, yeah, he's a, he's a beefhead. He's a meathead. So we're seeing that average dragon dodging around. He's you know just avoiding torments, you know attacks. I think this was the page that you were talking about, Jim, when you said that uh, we get some information about uh, maybe sort of Glum's plans. Well, when we- you finally see Jennifer and uh, Angel get to Glum's lab, right. Um, she just mentions that you know Glum's a genius, and actually, it was later when she's talking with Glum. Oh, well, then we won't jump ahead. Yes. Well, well, we'll it's something, keep it. It's something Glum says. Okay, we'll keep it. We'll keep it back. I think, you know what? This is what's so funny. Somebody sent me a message, and they were like, "You called it. He threw the babies at uh, Torment." But he didn't throw the babies at Torment. The babies just jumped Threw on Torment. Threw themselves. Exactly. <laughs> Kamikaze babies. Those shitty little brats. It would have been hilarious if they just disemboweled Torment. Started like eating Completely unintentionally. Look at Tyrone. See his little fist in panel two? That's exactly how he burst out of his mom. <laughs> little, little slugger. He looks so much like his dad. fist extended i love it i love it i also love dragon's face on panel one (laughs) look badass ready to kick some not his look of uh, of open agape astonishment in the second (laughs) at the at the meddlesome moppets holy shit my grandkids are awesome Yes, I love it. I love it. Uh, Finally, my new superhero identity becomes clear. I am the Savage Dragon Wrangler. He's a babysitter. Yeah. Uh, torment uh, flying out the window, landing in the streets. Good stuff. Good stuff. I'm down. There's your concise action dialogue page. Look, very little, very little info. What the it's hell fine. is wrong with Maxine? Sorry, yes. I continue. love Maxine. Yeah, I do too. Uh, you were talking about the, the glum scene? No, no, I was just saying, yeah, yeah, when you come to this page, there's your concise dialogue. There's, there's your, you know, you know, he's there. You wanted it, there it is. It, stop it, stop it now! What was it about Maxine? The next page after this one. Oh, the next page after that one, right. Yeah. That dialogue's hilarious. <laughs> don't, don't shit on that. Maxine it's, is like, it's like Tyrant's got the worst case of Tourette's imaginable. It's great. That's what makes her the best the best leading lady. She's funny. She's funny. She's hilarious. She's sexy. It's all good. She's got the worst fashion sense. Look at that fucking jacket. Jesus. <laughs> you stay. You keep your mouth off the panda jacket. It's a <laughs> It's adorable. Still wearing the sailor socks and the skirt. It's cute. (laughs) I do like this. um, Once again, going back to the vertical panels for... um, In fact, that's just something I really like throughout this issue is the theming of vertical against horizontal panels. Mm -hmm. It's kind of broken on that page with Maxine looking up at Tom and getting kicked out the the window, but... um, just the vertical panels for Glum's world is awesome. I really love that. To be fair, um, the Glum world also gets a break uh, with a with a with a horizontal panel 
on the next time that we see them. Yeah, yeah. Does, you're right. Breaking a format. Juxtaposition. Um, I like uh, Good's pathetic attempts to uh, get Torment to stop using a bird. Oh, look, it's a bird. <laughs> oh, look, oh, look, it's a birdie. Stop killing people. Just look at the pigeon. It's fine. Who no, feels I, like ice cream? I'm sorry. That's good. It's good stuff. Cracks me up. Was this the page, Jim? Yeah. Where he's talking Because okay. Glum is telling us that he has found a Dark Lord's lair and mm-hmm. all these, you know, all this stuff he stashed there. <laughs> Doesn't that fill your head with imagery? So if Dark Lord's got alternate reality equipment for, like, moving between realities, then that's. And Glum is a genius. He, uh,. Might be able to screw that up somehow. He broke into Dark Lord's forbidden lair. And he somehow managed to get out alive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dark Lord mm. clearly doesn't build booby traps as well as Glum. Mm. See, and here's the thing that's cool. The whole pregnant, like, superheroine thing, it, it, was, it was never finished. They never did say what the hell Dark Lord was. I mean, like, you assumed it was to build a super army. Yep. But, I mean, you know, we never we never got to see that come to fruition. Like, yeah, we never he, got to see that. He was kidnapping a lot of Jennifer Murphys and a lot of uh, raptures. Mm-hmm. Presumably for all the angels and Malcolms. I mean, hmm. gotta, we'll see, dude. But I'm just saying, it's good stuff. Very interesting. But uh, I like this stand down. I like the uh, just the body language and the composition. You know, Glum's armor is just badass. It's good stuff. It is pretty good. Hmm. All the all the equipment in the lab just has such a cool look. It's good. It's good, man. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling the twice up detail. Oh hell yeah! And just like you know, plus two the whole. Didn't you say, like, why would he bother with this, like, angel? Like, and, you know, that's touched on directly right here in this scene. He's like, well, you don't want to start over, you know, with a blank slate. So, I don't know, we, it's cool. I like it. We get to see some more insight into that. Into, into Glum Stockholm Syndrome fetish. Yeah. Yeah. He's evil. He's a sick, evil little bastard. Kind of what it is though is he's, he's always had his own way, and now, ever since Dragons entered his life, nothing's gone the way he wants it to. <laughs> kind of wants it to go back to the way it was. He was a world conqueror. Was it's this that one guy? Imagine that you're a world conqueror, and there's just that one fucking guy you can't beat. <laughs> like you know, you can do anything you want except kick that one guy's ass. <laughs> This could never seem to as many times as you try. Mm-hmm. Now, look at uh, Torment, Jack Dragon ripping uh, the evil worm out of Torment's head. That is fucking great panel. <laughs> that's that's good stuff. Makes me wonder. And, maybe maybe he's like a new evolution of the Wicked Worm. Hmm. Although well, it's the same principle. Yeah. I like just the idea of him. Just he's a cool visual. I mean, clearly, you know, fucking he's kind of like I said, he's kind of like the chaos and control of this generation. Yeah. Mm, yeah. He does seem to have too. like a really obvious weakness, weak points, so. though. Yeah. Aim for the forehead. You know, what are the odds that you're going to be able to get close enough to like rip that? I know a baby did, but. <laughs> Torment, beaten by a baby. Beaten by a baby. <laughs> that's going to, you know, you knock never your... live this one down. <laughs> it's going to knock your rankings down in the criminal underworld. Missed opportunity to have a new family pet. The, the You're saying the evil worm? The, would screaming, be the, big... the screaming evil worm. <laughs> I love the uh, inside the mouth panel. Where it's like coming at, it's coming at uh, Amy. Yep. Oh, it's, it's full evil spawn. Awesome. And then, that stuff. Bam! Thank Bullet God right. for super aim. Oh, dude, it's awesome. 
I, it, it totally got me. I didn't know. I was like, oh, who the hell is that? Like, I don't know. I just didn't think he would use a gun. There he is. Next page, holding a gun. <laughs> I can't get this off my finger. Please help. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they only stuff. make them in standard size now. It's good stuff. That's I, I dig it. I dig this whole sequence. I liked uh, between um, Angel and Jennifer's thing and the whole, like, you know, Grandpa Dragon and the kids fighting Torment. I take that. That was my, that was my favorite of the two plots. Mm, no, I, I dig it. I dug it an awful lot. I certainly enjoyed the whole torment thing a lot more than um, the whole Glumworld thing because I kind I kind of felt like that had run its course now. And um, I hope two two five is like the culmination of it. And you know, personally, just as someone who's read pretty much the entirety of Glum's run so close together, I, I'm kind of feeling a bit of Glum fatigue. Like I, I like. The guy, but he's not my... I don't rank him particularly in the top five dragon antagonists. I feel like it's coming to a head for you then, man. You know, the shit, the writing's on the wall. Now I do see Glum getting knocked off by Dark Lord. Mm-hmm. If anybody was going to do it. Mm. Definitely. They have to take the friggin' armor off him first. Jeez. <laughs> Literal plot armor. It does seem pretty robust. He did get punched in the face by uh, by uh, Jennifer and shrug it off. Oh, yeah. He's, he's a tough little bastard. I mean, he's not, like, even out of his suit, you know, him and Dragon were having that fight in the prison cell, and he was going toe-to-toe with them. Hmm. And Old Man Dragon puts himself in his mind on Captain America level, so just saying. A little bit of me feels that's egotism, though. That's a little bit of... <laughs> like, maybe not so much Captain America. Maybe... Mm, I don't know. You know what they gotta do? You know how Torment's got, like, sort of that hole where evil is? Yep. They gotta just, like, pour rubber cement down in there. Or something. Yeah, just gonna basically. Fill it in. <laughs> fill it in so the little bastard can't come back. Orange juice. Orange juice. Just, just pour orange juice over the wound. It's fine. It'll sting a bit. <laughs> Stop him going evil. <laughs> it's good. It's good stuff. I liked it. And then we get to see Old Man Dragon at the bar. You know, just he's a free man, but well, the whole world's of, changed. Who, who owns that bar? It's Chester, uh, the taxi driver. Is yeah, that, that kind of surprised me. I was surprised he was still alive. I thought he'd been killed off. I didn't know. I didn't know this was a recurring character. This completely flew by me. You miss taxi, Chester, taxi, really? Taxi cab guy. Who's, yeah, he, who's Chester? He's a taxi cab guy. And he owns a bar now. I guess he does. That's that's a new development. He, he first met Dragon when Dragon got like beat up by Fiend, and he was all mutilated, and he was stuck in a chimney shaft. Right. For, like, that's weeks. right. He, he was the guy who picked him up when he was all messed up because he healed wrong. Oh my gosh, guys! You are winning my heart with your knowledge. That is awesome. I only read it like a year ago, dude. It wasn't that long ago. And, I uh, and he's I just no been kind of a recurring side character for various encounters, both in the original universe and in the Savage World. Well, that's cool. I, I like think, that. Because I think the Fiend stuff happened in the in the Savage World, so he would have met Chester. Hmm. It would just be Dark World Dragon. Not no, Dark World no. Dragon, Savage World Dragon, yeah. Yeah. See, what's beautiful is that, like, there's just that tiny hint, even right here in this scene, that even though he's depowered, old dragon, old man dragon, man, he just can't stay out of it. Can't stay out of the the, <laughs> the scrap. Because look at him, he's like a bit glum was behind it. He's, he's itching for a fight already. Mm. He's, he's, on, he's on a course. He's on a course for... Old the, man dragon. Because I think... Don't you? Wouldn't you say that Glum and Dragon are more arch nemesises than? Yes, that's exactly yeah. what I say at all times. Yeah, as often as I can. Yeah, they're way more. It's way more their story. Like if you're talking about like Overlord and Glum one, and Dragon one, one, with Overlord and Overlord and well, yeah, Overlord and Cyberface were probably his primaries, but they're gone now. So now mm-hmm. it's Glum. Yeah, Glum and Dark Lord. Yeah. To see his two remaining, like, 
Yeah, I mean, he doesn't have a lot of guys still. Like, Skullface is dead, Cyberface is dead, Mako's dead. Uh, I mean, Octopus and Open Face are dead. Yeah, yeah. It's, that's basically well, it. Powerhouse is still out there, but he's sort of an He's a kind of a good guy now, isn't he's he? He's kind of a good guy now. Yeah, Kadabba, as we've already mentioned, but who knows? Gone. MIA. So, yeah. It's just so funny that, like I said, he's like, oh, but Gloom was behind it. It's like, oh, you just know. He's spoiling for a fight. Just got out, and he's dying to kick some ass. Is Eras still alive, or... Who? Uh, is it pronounced Eras or Eurass? Oh, no, he's dead. Oh, yeah, he's dead. Got, oh, okay, that's cool. Then. Got killed uh, in prison. Dragon killed him, actually. Oh, I remember that being mentioned. He still spit his po- tooth through his forehead. He had, yeah, he still had power, so he spit his tooth through his face. Hmm. I've not read it, but I remember reading about it. So, yeah, okay, that's cool. So, he, he really doesn't have anyone left other than Glum and Dark Lord. Hmm. Yeah. Last, last, last little bad, last little bit of unfinished business, man. Mm. And then here is what I would call: this is the Maxine of the Last Generation. <laughs> I'm yes. telling you, you get those characters you root for. Come on, man, tell me you don't want to see Alex and Dragon get old together. Hmm. Eh, I think it's too easy. It, it does feel and thank like God that. it's made more complicated at the end. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. Those two have never had an easy time of it. No. They, they make it hard for themselves. Cock blocking Jennifer every time. Even they can't even get through this page. I don't know. I like without cock blocking Jennifer showing up. Here's the thing with Alex, is that oh. I've always kind of seen her as a co-worker, not a love interest. And every time oh. they go to Romance Town, I think it's out of character. Out of character? For both of them. They're dying to be together. It's just always been old bubble tits. Old blonde bubble tits. <laughs> ruins everything. Horrible. I'm bland and busty. Durr. Get her out of here. Get her back in a tube. Get her out of here. Get her out of the book. <laughs> it's all... I'm Team Alex, man. I kind of figure that could be where it's going is all. Let so it go there. Not it's, Team Rita. Let it go there. Oh, no, t- no, no, no. That ship's sank. Yeah, that's gone. Like a hundred issues ago. Yeah, that's... I haven't felt that was even remotely. I always... I don't know. I always thought Rapture was the perfect choice. And that was... And when she died, I always thought that Jennifer was the worst. She died like three times. It's never going to happen. <laughs> but nah. I always thought I never thought Alex was the right choice. I don't know. I always just kind of see them as best. I see them as best friends. That is the best person to hook up with. Your best friend. Hmm. Grow old. You know the cliche: grow old with your best friend. Come on. You know why they're grounded? Because it's like they're the two that survive dude well that's like, the they're th- yeah the they're the they're the last two people from the savage uh, from the image universe yeah what a connection yeah, yeah. what a bond i mean it never I mean, it, she tells right here them and chris never worked out never couldn't could make it work i wonder why it never worked because he's too different he was not star she was attracted he's, to star the whole time he's a dick bag i have to say probably oh no, well I, I guess he still was star but he quit earlier he never came back to it Look, I hate, I'm going to say that, like, obviously I love the drama of it. Like, I love the drama. Like, I love that as soon as, <laughs> as soon as she sits down and she even mentions being too afraid to, like, really jump in. As soon as she mentions that the phone rings and it's... Oh, hey, Dragon Jennifer's still alive. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I'm telling you, dude, it, it killed me. When I was, I was like, because I was thinking, yeah, maybe they'll get a moment together. Finally, at last, before Jennifer comes in and ruins it. Nope. They couldn't even get through this fucking drink without <laughs> Jennifer coming up. Damn it. You, you know that Eric knows. God, it's murder. Oh, you're it's just trolling us at this point. I love it. It's it's torture. It's sweet torture. <laughs> so all in all, we don't. We, I noticed you know something. Why I noticed we haven't done in a hot minute. The how do you feel about this issue? All in all, how would you feel about this issue? I liked it. Good action all around. Solid issue. Yep. Yeah. Zach, 
Uh, yeah, I thought it was a solid issue. I just um, one one or two things, as I said, I didn't find the whole um, Glum World thing as interesting as the torment stuff and the Alex stuff at the end. Mm-hmm. But of, of, that's just kind of motoring towards what I feel is a um, you know a conclusion. But it's solid issue, solid issue. But it's obviously just setting up for two two two, which is where the real meat's going to be. I, I do think they solved the question of where is Jennifer and. Now they're they've gotten back from Dimension X a little fast, if only because cover for two twenty three suggests that they're going because they're going back. Well, well, what's that about? Well, you, I think we've established don't trust the covers. No, that's true. You know that doesn't mean shit. And in fact, um, even the solicitations are misleading as shit. Wasn't yeah? Malcolm- remember last issue solicitation. Malcolm was tasked with taking down Belco Chemicals. No, yeah, I don't remember. <laughs> Belco was never mentioned in this <laughs> issue. Yeah, no, he was not. Or maybe that's where he was, but he certainly was not. Seems like that plotline may be getting pushed past 25. Yeah, yeah, that, that definitely. Yeah, which is fine. Um, again, I think, I don't know if I'm right here. This is pure... This is pure guessing, but I'm pretty sure that things sort of came together the way they did because 225 is on the horizon. Yeah. I, I think that that sort of shaped stuff. So it's fine. I, I'm cool. Uh, you know, what's a better story? What happened or this? This is a better. I think this is a better way to go because there's so many plots. uh plot irons in the fire as far as like uh now we got like all this shit just coming to a head all at once like the whole glum thing the whole like you know like is glum gonna get killed like hell i mean is his next on the block you know is everyone gonna get killed (laughs) everybody dies at the end now we got like the whole like bruce willis was a ghost Alex, Alex Dragon, uh, I mean, uh, Alex Dragon and Jennifer Love Triangle fucking instantly, instantly, as soon as he gets out of prison, instantly brought back. (laughs) He didn't have any downtime at all before the birds came calling. (laughs) Love it. I love it. I obviously thought it was sweet. I'll agree with your sentiment. Jennifer Glum... That was your. That was my C plot, but the whole Alex and Dragon and Malcolm and Torment thing. A plus. I think. Oh, uh, we'll talk more about this on two twenty two. Yep. Mm. Oh, it's it's so hard. It's so hard to separate it, but <laughs> so good. Got I, do, to, I got a lot to say about Jennifer. Is all. I, I do want to call. We have a lot more to talk about with Jennifer come next issue. Oh yes, I do want to call people's attention. Uh, if you don't read the letter column, um, you're missing out. Letters columns in Savage Dragon are awesome, and there's one letter in particular. You just got to read this fucking letter. Is all I'm saying. I'm. Just, I can't. Like it's one of those things. Like I can't believe it got printed. We. Uh, the easy way, if you got your issue in hand, the first page of the Fanatics letter column. Just give it a flip. And the letter starts on the bottom of the next page, Dear Maxine, and runs huge all the way to the next thing. It is one of the weirdest, most hilarious letters that anyone has written. Is this this someone's proposal letter? Man, I'm not going to spoil it. You just, I'm saying that, dear listener, if you did not read that letter, you got to read that letter. It is it's out there it's weird dude it's awesome it's basically it's basically this guy and he's writing about how at first he didn't like maxine and then like now she's his favorite but then it best girl best best worst girl he just keeps bringing up like that he didn't like her because of tits but then he was horrible and malcolm was great <laughs> And now she's his favorite, and he's <laughs> like, dude, it's all. But I'm not doing it justice. Please read it yourself. Oh my god, I was dying laughing. That letter is too hilarious. It's too good. It's too funny. Make sure you read it. It's great. Let's talk about this backup real quick. 
the myth oh, myths of Mars. Of Mars. Space mm. Barbarian. Wasn't this in the um, Kung Fu Bible stories? I feel like... Oh, mm. that's a good question. I feel like the character was... I feel like these pages were not. Hmm. Because uh, these pages felt fresh. Yeah, these pages definitely weren't... These pages definitely don't seem like they were drawn in that size. But also, wasn't that done by... Who did that? Hold on, I have my issue. It was the fire breather guy, wasn't it? Um, yes, it was... It was. Um, oh, I can't remember off the top of my head. Oh, Kunt? Kunt? Oh, Kunt. oh yes, yes. I know who you're talking about, it's, but the name's off the top of my tongue as well. Kuhn, yeah. Andy Kuhn. Andy Kuhn, yes. This is great. I liked it. I liked it a lot. I thought it was cool. I thought it was great art. I thought the coloring was on point. I thought this was a killer backup. Kind of a John Carter affair, isn't it? With um, well, it's very much John Carter actually, with just a whole feudal space society kind of affair going on. Space barbarians. I mean, it's space been barbarians. Done. Yeah, it's been it's... done before, but it's right there in the title, space barbarian. It's I fun. dig it. It's cool. I like it. A lot of the times I know people, when the backups aren't dragon related, aren't too thrilled. But I mean, shit, this is quality. Oh, this yeah. Was, this was great. I was super happy with this. It seems to be trying really hard at misdirection, though. Like, really hard. Like, how so? I don't know. It's, it's, they're like, oh, how am I phrase this? They're trying that like the imagery suggests like gallant warrior with the with a noble cause and like the dialogue though suggests like a revenge story with no scruples. Mm, I'm not seeing it. No. I don't I don't think it's really trying for that. I think it's just kind of just what you're seeing is just the contrast between primitive era and you know, it, it's the whole time, like right there from the first page. You've got your primitive era, like, just parallel to your space era. And I think that's the whole time, like, I don't think that, I don't know, maybe. No, I'm, maybe I'm, I'm, you know, maybe I'm misremembering. I'm, I'm reading the dialogue. I might be incorrect about that. Nice to see Togas come back in fashion. <laughs> well, it was it took good. a long time, but we're getting there. I dug it. Um, all in all, that was uh, the tits. I thought it was fantastic. That was another rock-solid issue. The mystery cover finally stands revealed. 221 was great. One final thing about that cover. Is it me or is it referencing that um, Because I Say So panel that comes up every now and again? <laughs> it, it, it looks like one of those ones. Okay, the comic, the comic from Giant Size Kung Fu Bible Stories was called Frankenstein of Mars. Okay. My what's, bad. What's funny is that I still, I could get where you got that. This, this does seem a lot like that. So, I get where you, I get where you were getting at with that. Um, and, and the art is similar. Andy could it's very sort similar. of look like this. Yeah, mm. it's very similar. But, uh. At the same time, I knew it was different, just a little bit. Mm. <laughs> I could tell. I could just tell. Yeah, yeah, there was just something about it that rung a bell. And I know I've seen this character before. Was he in a previous Dragon backup? I just There's something about that neck piece. With the... Yeah, that neck piece looks real familiar with the like little mm. space helmet and the black hair. Yeah, I feel like we're dumb. I feel like it's been in there before and we're just forgetting it. <laughs> but... Uh, I couldn't tell you right now. Like, not right at this moment. Gentlemen, uh, shall we take a quick glimpse into the future? Let's do that. All right. Who's got Savage the solicitation Dragon. up? Savage Dragon 222. Inferno. Malcolm Dragon faces the fury of the Fire Lords. And then that is also the one that has Malcolm... Uh, the black and white variant. If you are, uh, you know, into variant covers, don't forget that there will be a black and white version of this cover. Up for grabs. Hmm. Or if you buy digital, you get both. Ooh, you do you, get both. You lucky devils. <laughs> but uh, no, it's cool. I like the cover in color. I like it in black and white as well. 
uh, just that that image of him standing over the you know the burning crumbling like uh, floorboard with like the hands bursting up it's just a cool image guy in duder slippers you can't lose yeah it's good it's rock solid stuff so uh is that that gentlemen that does appear to be that <laughs> well uh thanks so much everyone for listening to us i know we're a little shorter than what we usually do but uh we'll be coming that's only because we're going to be coming right back at you almost instantly well for us it's gonna be a few weeks we're gonna drop yeah. it we're gonna we're <laughs> gonna drop it you know we're gonna work hard it's, it's, it's not out yet we're going to work hard. No, no, no. We're going to work hard to drop our podcast simul- simultaneous, Jim. We're gonna, we? You know, we dream and dream. That's been the dream. We're going to do it. I got faith in you. We're going to do hmm. it. Certainly, certainly suppose I can try. <laughs> Put that one out ahead of this one. There you, go. <laughs> there you go. Spoiler alert. The entire one. Chronological uh, order. Mm, does not exist. Thanks, uh... Thanks for joining us again, Zach. You're not just a guest. You're a revolving hey! member of our crew. Baptized as a total finedict. <laughs> we appreciate you uh, being a part of the show. And thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks for listening. Cheers. Bye now.